We still do seven NUFC Matters show a week for free. But if you want to help support NUFC Matters, then there are a few ways of doing it. Hit the like button on each live broadcast and video. This helps the channel grow. Hit the subscribe button and select the all notifications bell so you don't miss a single show. If you want to help us financially, then you can join the channel using this button with the membership starting at $1.99 a month. Or you can drop us a donation in the chat using a super sticker. We're also looking for sponsors. If you'd like your brand advertised on the flies for the show and featured during the ad break, then email john at nufcmatters.com to arrange today. to Eddie Howe's press conference for the Sunderland away game in the FA Cup third round uh, takes place at 12.45 on Saturday and uh, Eddie was in front of a packed media uh, crowd today. Razor was first up from BBC Radio Newcastle uh, and he asked him about the injury. He asked him about Kieran Trippier. Um, Eddie uh, said that there will be a late fitness test on Trippier today uh, so potentially hope that the uh, skipper could be back for the big game at the Stadium of Light. Uh, not good news on Callum Wilson. The calf injury is, um, is is not too bad, but it's bad enough to keep him out of tomorrow's game and the Manchester City game. Uh, a little period of rest, though, and he should be OK for the Premier League fixture against Aston Villa. Razor then asked him how ready he was uh, and how ready the team were. And he said he was ready um, and he felt that the lads had trained well. It was a good vibe around the training uh, ground this week and that the players know what it means, um, which is, is good news. Razor uh, then said that there's a few Geordies in the squad and that uh, a few in the team, of course. Um, that that's uh, Does that help you know with the preparation for this kind of game? He agreed. He said that when the draw was made, that, you know, we made reference, you know, to, uh, you know, the fact that we had, you know, plenty of Geordies and, and Newcastle fans within the squad. He says, I gave the Geordies a chance to speak to the players uh, when the draw was made, uh, made as well behind the scenes. And he says, since then, they've been playing a role. You know, he says, you know, all of the players, you know, who needed to know about what this fixture meant now know, you know, and, and we're going to do, you know, what we've got to do, you know, and, and, and really, you know, take the game to Sunderland, essentially, is is, is the, the, the feeling I got from Eddie today. Razor said, is this a perfect game for you to get a big result, you know, after the, the last few results that you've had? And he said, we hope so. It's the next game. 
Um, so this is the game where we want to hopefully turn our form around uh, and we're going to try our best to deliver. Um, the FA Cup hasn't been good to you, was Razor's next question. Um, how important is it for you to get a result in this particular game? He, he laughed a bit and just said, well, I'm well aware of my record um, in the FA Cup since it came to Newcastle. It has been very disappointing. And he agreed. He said, yeah, look, I, I'd like to be able to make up you know, for those two games with uh, with this game, we want to do well in this game. Where do you see the threat coming from, Sunderland? Um, asked Razor. He just, as he, as he always does, very polite, waxed lyrical about the uh, the Sunderland team. He said they're, they're a very good team. They're, they're young, bright prospects. He said, I can see threats coming from the wide areas with the players such as Roberts and Clark. He says they've got a good midfield. He says, but, you know, we respect their club. We respect their players. Um, he says, but, our team has been well briefed. It knows what we want them to do. And, you know, it's up to us how well we play as to, to what the final result is. Keith Downey uh, was next up from uh, Sky News, Sky Sports News. He said, you said that you gave the Geordies a chance to speak. What did they say? Um, he wouldn't divulge what had been said. He said it's best to keep those kind of things internal. Um Keith then said it's been eight years since the last derby, uh, but you know within the squad you've still got Lascelles and, and Dummett. Lascelles, of course, played in that game in the one-one draw at St James's Park. Um, that must be, you know, that must help in in your preparation. And 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 you know you don't often see that at, at clubs. And he said, yeah, look, he says you you don't often see that. He says they're both on, they've both been on the same journey, but slightly different journeys, you know, and he said, you know, Dummett trains every day, doesn't get many chances, but, you know, he is loyal and um, he's, he's a big Newcastle fan. He says Lascelles um, has been pivotal in, in recent in recent weeks and recent months. Um, he says, but he says it is important for me, he says that they've both experienced the game uh, against Sunderland in the past and, um, you know, that can only help, you know, moving, moving into this this particular fixture. Is it important to have a core of players who understand what this game means? Asked Keith, and and he said you need that in your team. Ideally, um, he said it's always good to have a sprinkling of of local players within a squad um, because they'll know the expectations of the game. He says they know the history, um, and he said obviously we've got a couple of players who've played in the game. He says so. Yeah, he says it's it's great to have characters within a dressing room who've been there and played on the big occasions and can help others and inspire others around them. Uh, has your understanding of how important this fixture it is uh, is grown? Um, and when did when were you first aware of it? And he said, I was made aware pretty much, you know, you know, well, very early in me Newcastle tenure. And he went, how early? And he, he he said on the first day, he says, but since then we're we're in different leagues. And he says it hasn't been relevant. He says, but he says I knew before I joined Newcastle United how intense this rivalry was, um, you know, and it's our job as coaches and manager to get the team to the best level uh, for this particular fixture. Keith then said, my postman will be relieved uh, that you know how important this game is. Um, he's been going on about it all week. And and he said, look, you just, you can't escape the build-up. Um, no, no matter how you try. Um, but believe you, me, me and the, the players know what it means to the fans. Keith then asked him about the branding uh, at the... Black Cat's Bar, uh, which, you know, was all over social media yesterday and all over the news today uh, about a corporate area which had had Sunderland signs removed in Newcastle, banners and signs put up. Um, is this 1-0 to the fans, is what uh, Keith asked. And 
Eddie wouldn't get drawn into that. He says, look, uh, I don't feel I can comment on that. What happens at Sunderland Football Club is up to them. Mark Tulip from the BBC was next. Um, the way the season has gone, especially in recent weeks, is this game more significant now, we asked. Um, he said yes. He said, we don't underestimate um, you know, Sunderland. Um, he says, but they're our next opponent. Um, and it gives us the opportunity to return to our best form. He says, and we're determined to do that. He said, believe you me, the players are hurting um, uh, in all aspects. Um, he says, our away form hasn't been great. Um, you know, that has been a concern, but we're working very hard to put that right. Mark then delved a little bit further. He said, obviously, you've had your injuries. He says, but do you think a lot of this is, you know, the, the bad run over the last few weeks, is, it can be it can be attributed to that? Or is it attributed to the psychological side of things? Or is it a bit of both? Um Eddie just said, look, I've, I've never really expressed, you know, that of the players. I've never said that they're burnt out. I've never never pinpointed one particular thing. He says, and, and what we've tended to do is just carry on doing what we do and block out the distractions. Crowd size was next on Mark Tulip's question list. And, and, and he was pointing to the fact that Newcastle have 6,000 fans going down there. How much of a, an advantage will that be for you? Um he said, not specific to this game, but he says, in any away game, he says, you want numbers following you. And he says, and that's one thing we've had. Um, he says, we will hear them. Um, and he says, we want to repay them for their support tomorrow. And that's our aim. Is it different pressure on the team now after last season? Is this, you know, bad run you're going through and the fact that you're out of the Carabao Cup, you're out of the Champions League, you've got the league and the FA Cup and that's it now. Is, is, is it a different type of pressure? Eddie just said, look, we, you know, we were aware that this season was going to be different. Uh, we knew it wouldn't be repeat of last year. Um, you know, last season we were training, you know, week to week and, you know, uh, didn't have the, you know, the, the, the other competitions, whereas this year it's been different. So we knew it was going to be different. And, and, and that was how we answered the question. He then asked him about, Mark asked him about January. Um, he says it tends to go quickly. Um, are you trying to see a bigger picture before you make decisions? And Eddie said, yeah, look, that's a good way of putting it. He says, um, you know, we need some short-term um, business, um, you know, to add to the dynamic that we've already got. But that was it. He was not no more committal uh, than that. Certainly nothing on the horizon, you would imagine, at this moment in time with the answers that uh, that, that Eddie gave today. Chris was next. Um, he said, after the Liverpool game, have you been able to train a little bit more? Because obviously the issue has been that you haven't been able to train with you know playing three games a week. Um, and will it make a difference? Eddie said that the you know that they had been able to train train a tiny bit this week, um, but that the the first you know, free week that they were going to have where they would be able to specifically train was was going to be after the Sunderland game. Um, he says, but this week they have been able to get on the grass and, and make a little bit of a difference. Chris then mentioned that this game brings unique pressure. Um, how much will you as a manager feel that and how much do you think the players will feel it? Eddie said that he didn't feel the pressure. Um, he says, I don't underestimate the game or what it takes to, to manage the team. Uh, for this particular fixture, he says, but, you know, I can only coach the team, um, you know, and we have to try and control, you know, the, you know, the way that the guys play and control their emotion. Um, he says, you know, every player will be different, um, but it's our job to make sure that, you know, the team collectively play the game and not the occasion. Chris then mentioned that last year before the Carabao Cup final, he, you know, Eddie specifically shut down talk about it. 
is it been the same for this? Have you tried to shut down talk of of the of the derby game? Um, he said, look, he said the difference with this game as opposed to last season's Carabao Cup is that you know we've had big games over the last few weeks, and he says the Liverpool game was a huge game, so we've not had time really to to listen to the background noise that surrounds the derby. He says until now, um, he says I'm sure the players will be aware. Uh, but he says, but you know, we can just do what we do, and you know, uh, you know, try and ignore the background noise. Damien was next. Um, are you getting a different perspective about the derby game from your children? Uh, with you living in the city, um, he said, look, the kids are fully immersed in in the region and and, and in Newcastle United. He says they're coming back from school with bits and bobs from from different kids. Um, he says, but I'm not sure whether the rivalry's developed yet. I'm sure it will as they get older. He says, but they're still critiquing uh my decisions um he says i'm getting very uh, i'm getting constru constructive criticism he said as everybody laughed in the in the uh, in the press room damien mentioned the var decision from last night we involve an everton and crystal palace um are you happy that there's no var in this fixture he didn't commit to saying that he just said look it's contentious at the moment he says we were on the end of three calls at liverpool um and he says last night again it showed that it's not working as it should. It's as simple as that. Lee Ryder from the Evening Chronicle was next. Uh, he said, go back to the PSG game. He says that first 10 minutes where players were making tackles and saluting the crowd and applauding the crowd and getting them revved up. He says, if you could bottle that level of intensity, that's what this game is all about, you know, tomorrow. Um, you know, you know what, what, what's, your, what's your thoughts going into it? And he said, look, that night against PSG, he says, we hit the sweet spot. He says, we hit the levels. He says, but he says, if you go too over the top with your emotions, it's, uh, you know, it, it's dangerous. And he says, if you go too low, it's dangerous. He says, so we need to get in the right place. Um, he says, the emotion of the crowd is, is really something which will play a big, big part. Lee then mentioned that the physical side of the game, um, you know, you, you can't go over the top in this fixture because we've seen red red cards handed out before to both sides. Um, and he said, yeah, he said, that's where we need to use our experience. Um, we've played in the Champions League. Um, he says, that's no guarantee, by the way, that, you know, we'll be successful. He says, but we need to be smart and we need to navigate the emotional pitfalls. Leader mentioned the talk in the press um, over the last week about Bruno potentially going to PSG. Uh, it could happen at the end of the window. Um, you know, would he be happy though if you know by the time we got to the end of January, if Bruno was still a Newcastle player? He didn't talk about Bruno specifically. He just said that he wanted to keep our best players at the club, and you know, of course he does. Craig Hope was next, um, talking about the derby as as everybody more or less was today. Um, is is it more likely that you're going to be, you know, you know, going at full strength, um, picking a team as if it was an FA Cup final as opposed to an FA Cup third round? Eddie just said, look, I, I pick a team, a team based on each game. Um, I pick it and I pick a team to win. Um, you know, he says we did it in the FA Cup against Cambridge. Um, obviously we lost the game. He says because we couldn't score. Um, you know, we, we 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 never pick a team that we think is is not going to win a game. So, no different uh, against Sunderland. Um, Craig then mentioned that the the signage story uh, at Sunderland yesterday has there's a theory that it has stoked the Sunderland fans even more, um, and the atmosphere will be greater than we're expecting. What what's his thoughts on that? He said, look, I think 
regardless of of the crowd and what's gone on, he says, you know, we'll play the match. He says, we blank distractions out. We play the game. Um, we use our support, um, which which will be six thousand strong, and it'll be incredible. And we use that to our advantage. Ian Murder uh, was next. He said, um, the last visit you had as a manager to Sunderland, you relegated them that day. What's your memories of that game? He said it was a tough game. It was a good win for us. Um, it's a really good arena. The pitch was good that day, but we played well. Um, he says, but it's important to remember that tomorrow is a completely different game. Um, uh, Ian then moved on to the, the Sunderland crowd, um, how it can be a, d- a disadvantage as opposed to an advantage, because if Newcastle can get on top early doors, uh, the Sunderland crowd will 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 quieten down and, and start moaning and groaning, and it'll work for us. Um, Eddie said, look, whenever you play away, that happens. He says, if you can get on top, um, you know, then, you know, you, you nullify the crowd and, and it works to your advantage. He says, but we haven't played well away from home this season and that is something we need to improve. If we do that, of course, that, that could happen. Dominic uh, was next. Um, he, he basically, then he was he was asking questions about um, Newcastle and Sunderland priorities. Um, he says, are different for both teams, for Newcastle and Sunderland this season. Um, is it fair to suggest that there's more on the line with this game, though, for Newcastle? Eddie said, I can't speak for Sunderland. He says, um, you know, but I can't downplay this game for us. He says, uh, after after the recent set of results that we've had, we're going to give everything we can to win the game. How's your nerves? Asked Dominic. No different, he said, in terms of how I feel. He says, players, of course, will have a different mixture of uh, uh, feelings and emotions, I'm sure. He says, but for me, it's the next game and it's the game I want to win. Luke Edwards uh, was next and he said, uh, he says, you've probably experienced most things as a Newcastle manager. Now, would you see this is the the, the last kind of act, um, you know, which was a bad way of putting it because it made it sound as if you say, well, if you get beat, are you going to get sacked? Eddie laughed. He went, I hope not. Cheers, Luke. Um, but, you know, Luke said, look, look, he says, what I mean is this is the, a tick in the box for the experiences you can have as a Newcastle manager. You, you, this is an, another tick that you've, you've, you've got in your box. And then he said, I'm sure you'll be fine. Um, he said, look, it's fair to say from my perspective that, you know, I'm looking forward to managing, New, you know, Newcastle uh, in this particular fixture. Um, you know, you want to play in the big occasions. You want to play in the big games. Um, he also said that I'm looking to win the game. Uh, I'm I'm not looking, you know, to manage uh, Newcastle United for the experience. I'm looking to manage Newcastle United to win games and to to win things. So, simple answer really to a a complicated question. Um, have you got a message for the fans? Uh, because this game has got a history of crowd trouble. They've got the unusual travel um, bubble experience for fans on this occasion. Eddie just said what any good manager would say. I want to keep everyone safe, enjoy the game. I don't want to see any injuries um, and behave in the right way. Simple as that. How are you getting on with recruitment? Luke squeezed that one in at the end. He just said lots of work going on behind the scenes, but no details. Next up, Mark. Uh, didn't get his surname. Um, after the defeat at Anfield, the reaction from fans was positive. What's your thoughts on that? Eddie says, I always take a lot from what the fans give us. Um, he says, in testament to them, he says, I can reflect back on a, a game against Spurs. He says, where we didn't play particularly well, but they backed us. Um, and, you know, he says, why are they doing that? Well, I think it's because they see that the players are giving everything. You know, they're leaving, they're leaving the pitch, you know, empty. Um, and 
we never take the support for granted. We value it greatly. And, you know, I think that, you know, the away supporters are certainly backing us because they know we're giving it our all. Bit of external noise on your position um, was Mark's next um, question. Um, and, and, you know, about his, you know, about his, you know, managerial place being under under pressure. Um, and has he had a vote of confidence was, was the, the, the gist of the question. He just said, look, we communicate all the time. Uh, myself and the owners, I don't need daily reassurances. He says, we're working hard um, to, to get the right results, to turn our form around. He says, but I get it. It's a result-based uh, result business. Um, but yeah, I do feel like I've got support. Chris was next, and he just said, when you look back at the last two FA Cup games that you've had as a Newcastle manager, have you learned anything? Of course, Newcastle lost against Sheffield Wednesday and lost against Cambridge under Howe's management. I'm not sure, he says, um, because those games came in different moments. He says the first game against Cambridge, we were in the middle of a relegation battle um, and our focus was on that. He says we wanted, of course, to win the game as a springboard. He says, but we didn't. We lost the game. Um, he says, but then being knocked out of the cup that season probably helped us. Um, it probably grounded us a bit. And, you know, we went on to play Leeds away and won that game. And, you know, we got out of a relegation battle and, and now we've been able to rebuild. He says the Sheffield Wednesday game had a different feeling. We weren't at our best moment again. Um, he says, you know, we're very disappointed to go out at that stage. Don't need to be reminded on how bad we were. Um, but, yeah, you know, losing's a habit, I guess, is, is, is what he was trying to say. And you, you want to get out of that. And, you know, hopefully tomorrow is a big opportunity for Newcastle to do that. After the Man City game, uh, you've got a, a little break. Are you planning on um, a warm with a trip away to Saudi or, uh, you know, have you got other plans? Um, you may have a replay, of course, if you end up getting a draw at Sunderland. He went, no, not short term um, with regards to a trip away. We might look at that later in the season, he said. Kieran was next. Um, it's a long time since Newcastle won a derby match. Is there an incentive? Uh, is this an incentive for your team to go out and, you know, make history. He said, look, the players are fully aware of the recent record. Uh, it is a long time since we won a derby. He says, but whether it adds extra motivation, I'm not sure because the players are already highly motivated for this particular fixture. Have you gone through the archives of these games? He went, no, I haven't, but there's still time. Simon Bird was next. Um, he says, some suggest that this game sets a tone, um, you know, about your position. Uh, he says, and it's been, you know, monumentally proven in, in, in days gone by and years gone by. Pardew, of course, went soon after a derby defeat, Rude Hullet, uh, to name but two. Uh, he says, ah, you're following Luke Edwards, this kind of thinking, are you? Um, he says, look, it's a game that we want to do well in, and I'm not thinking of that. You know, we, we want to win this game. How many Sunderland players get into the Newcastle United eleven? was another question that Simon Bird said. Um, some people find it difficult to answer and get tripped up. And he said, I'm avoiding getting tripped up, so I won't answer. Oscar was next from The Sun. Um, he said that Beale in his press conference had said, if you take away the money, there's no difference in the size of the clubs, Newcastle and Sunderland. Eddie swerved it again. He just said, I'm not getting into a war of words with uh, any manager. And he says, um, you know, it's not wise. He says, we know who we are and we know what we, uh, you know, what we want. Um, and he said, you know, Whatever happens in the future, um, the future is definitely bright for Newcastle United Football Club. Um, what do you think of Sunderland? Have you been there? Uh, he said, 
I'll not say what I think about this, but I have visited a couple of times with my boys playing football, and I'll say it was an interesting experience. Make of that what you will. Martin Hardy, uh, have you ever watched a derby either in the flesh or on TV? And what you know, what, what's your memories? And he said, on TV, I have watched many a derby. He said, they've always been interesting games to watch as a neutral. He says, I remember some classic games, he says, which I won't reference because it's not what the Newcastle fans will want me to, to, to remind them of. Um, he says, but I can get a taste of, of what it's all about. I can see from the reactions of the people's faces in the crowd. And he says, those games will live long in my memory. He says, but yes, it is. It's definitely fuel for us. Um, can you believe that both teams have not won a trophy in so long? Sunderland, of course, last winning a, a major trophy, the FA Cup in 73. Newcastle, last domestic trophy, 55. Um, he said, look, I can only, again, speak from Newcastle's point of view. Um, but he says, from, what, from our side, that's what we want to deliver. We want to deliver a trophy. And that's something that we need to address in the future. Um, could a win kickstart your season, said Martin. Um, he said, I'd kickstart. I'm not sure I would use that word. He says, reboot, potentially, um, and help change the internal and external view of Newcastle United. Um, he said, you know, I've spoken in previous press conferences about the performance against Manchester United, which is our best of the season. He says, um, but now we've gone, you know, full circle and, you know, we're going on a bad run at the moment. Uh, and he says with the players that, you know, confidence is a big thing and, it, you know, it can be fragile. Um, so, so yeah, a reboot is, is, is the way that he would prefer to describe it. Dom then asked him about the... Uh, the enormity of this game and his tenure, um, managerial position. Um, he just said, look, I, I, I can only say that I know how big this game is, um, you know, but we've played in the Champions League, um, you know, and, and, and then that's it. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be drawn into any talk about, you know, his job potentially being under, under fire. Um, it was then Louise's turn. She went, you've got uh, Shola Amiobi in, you know, who works for the club. Have you, Thought about bringing him in to, to talk to the players. You know, the Mackham Slayer scored a few goals in the derbies. He says, Shola's a very positive person. Um, he says he's an ex-player. He's got lots of stories to tell of his goals. He says, we love him a lot. He says, um, he's hard work. And, and he says, of course, if, um, you know, if he can help, um, then we, we will utilise that. Louise asked the last question of the uh, press conference. She went, um, where is the fuel gauge um, as far as Newcastle's players are concerned? And he went, full pelt. Uh, this weekend, we've got no excuses. So there we go. Um, that's your press conference review today. Andy, uh, how are you doing, mate? Uh, our resident Villa fan. Hope you're doing well. A big game for you against the Borough. We were talking about that on the North East Footy Brecky Show this morning. Um, I've tipped Newcastle to win 2-1, and I tipped Villa to win 3-1. So there's my predictions for you, Andy. Uh, Les, I hope you're well. Paul Gallant, I hope you are well too. Mark Wagstaff, jolly nice of the Mackhams to deck out the black and white cap bar for the fans. What a farce that was. What a farce. Really, really was. Uh, Adiri, hope you're well. He says, how are you? Newcastle United. Adiri, you still need to spell my name correctly. W-R-A-I-T-H. Are you Newcastle United? And should they sign De Gea? Kevin Phillips moved to Newcastle United. Uh, Hugo Ekatike, uh, Jothan David and Solanke. Kasari signed for Newcastle United. Okay, uh, from what I can make of that, uh, Jerry, I would say that, you know, I think there'll be maybe one of those players could move to Newcastle. Um, will it be in the January transfer window? I very much doubt it. I would have to say 
you know, permanent signings are going to be probably this summer from what you're getting from Eddie Howe in these press conferences. Um, will we sign anybody on loan deals? Yes, potentially. Will Kevin Phillips be, um Kevin Phillips, you're saying it, it's Calvin that you mean from Man City. Um, I would imagine that, you know, I, that will not go through from what, you, what you're hearing. Again, that's only my opinion, my view. Um, Solanke, again, you know, is he going to move to Newcastle in January? I very much doubt it, especially when Bournemouth are relying on him so heavily. Um, I think the summer will be a bigger window. Um, but never say never. You never know with Newcastle. Um, you know, previous windows, you know, let's go back to the very first one in January. Kieran Trippier, Chris Wood, Bruno, Matt Target, Dan Byrne all came in. January last year, or this uh, in 2023, we only brought in, what, Darren Kowal, Harrison Ashby and Anthony Gordon. Um, three permanent deals, though. So, is that possible? Could Newcastle do something like that? Yeah, maybe. But um, the likes of Gasari, um, Solanke, Ekatike, I, 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 I can't see it. I hope I'm wrong, but I can't see it. Uh, Les, uh, apparently Pritchard and Clark, um, for me, uh, but for me, it's the referee, Craig Pawson. Uh, just talking about uh, the game tomorrow, of course. Um, I have watched Sunderland, Les, and Against Preston, they put in a good performance. But if Newcastle turn up and Newcastle play well, um, then for me, uh, there is only one winner. But Newcastle have to regain the form that they had uh, four or five weeks ago uh, to go down there and get a result against Sunderland. But uh, looking forward to it. OK, that's your press conference review. The Amigos is on tonight, five o'clock, uh, two-hour show, five till seven. Uh, please hit the reminder. Uh, if you just click the bell, uh, which is on the on the actual program that's been set up now on YouTube, and yeah, there's a little drop down menu, and if you just click all, then you'll be notified for all of the shows. And hit the subscribe button. I know some of you watch this on TV, some of you watch it on YouTube. So the subscribe button is in a different place on YouTube and on your computer. If you can do that today, great. If you watch it on TV, just go on to NUFC Matters on your computer and just hit the subscribe button. It does us a big favor. It's free. All this content is free. We do seven shows a week. Uh, it does mean a lot to us. Okay, I will be back tonight. Uh, I'm going to play out with the ads. See you at five o'clock. A big thanks to all our sponsors. Skips and Bins, telephone 0800 2545 253. Email inquiries at skipsandbins.com. Website, skipsandbins.com. Easy contract, free and pay-as-you-go waste collection. Thanks again to Mr. Vicky Sources, handmade in Cumbria. If you'd like to order some, then give them a call on 01768 210102. Go to the website, mrvickies.co.uk, or drop them an email, info at mrvickies.co.uk. A big thanks to United Group Travel. They're a family firm based in Morpeth with pickups throughout the Northeast. No strangers on our tours, just people you haven't met yet. They've got a presence on Facebook and a website unitedgrouptravel.com If you want to make a booking, give them a call on 01670 632 460 or mobiles 0791 4174 Thanks to Darren Baldwin Funerals, Independent Funeral Directors. Let us look after you in your time of need. They're based on Old Durham Road in Gateshead, and you can contact them at their website, darrenbaldwinfunerals.co.uk. Email darren 
at darrenbaldwinfunerals.co.uk or give them a call 0191 478 2730. A big thanks to Media Arts for all the help with the technical side of things. And a big thanks to New Workwear. You can find them at newworkwear.com. If you want to help the channel, hit the thumb up to subscribe, hit the subscribe button, and share to your other social media. You can also pay a one off fee of £25 to get a scarf, a cup, a pen, and a membership card. Go to the website, nufcmatters.com, and click membership. Or put your smartphone over this QR code. We also support the food bank on this channel. If you want to make some donations virtually, go to nufcfansfoodbank.co.uk and make a donation today. We're also a podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast providers. Just search NUFC Matters. I'm also a part of the Northeast Footy Brecky Show. You can listen to that Monday to Friday, 7 or 9 at thetooneuk.com. We've also got an event coming up next year. It's in January the 19th at the Tyneside Irish Centre. It's an evening with Nobby Solano. Tickets are available on Woucher for £20. Don't forget Supermac and Gibbo. Do every pre-match at Louis Liquor Store. It's free entry, children welcome, and there is great food by Fed's Fried Chicken. They're usually on pre-match and sometimes post-match at Louis Liquor Store. Uh-huh.